Friendshipping is proud to announce that we're partnering with Multitude to get cool new episode sponsors. Multitude is a podcast collective that's all about enthusiasm, nuance, and thoughtful examination of the stuff we love. To sponsor an episode of Friendshipping or to learn more about Multitude, check out their website at multitude.productions. And also, I have great news. I have another ad. Next Tuesday, January 5th, Jen and I are joining Literati for their series with authors called Literati at Home. Go ahead and go to uh, friendshippingpodcast.com and get all the details and register. It'll be fun. I'm Trin. And I'm Billy. And, and this, this is, is Friendshipping. Friendshipping. And the theme this week is... Is this what people do? Yeah, but is this what people do? Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Hi everybody! Welcome to Friendshiping. Uh, this is this is Trin and Jen is out this week, and fortunately we have uh, our wonderful seasoned veteran guest host Billy Bullock here, who has guest hosted I think three times now. Is it three times? I can't remember. I, I um, you're asking me to remember something that happened before March A long time of, <laughs> of 2020, and like, listen, I know those things happened, but recalling them is impossible i can't recall i don't know um but yeah i do remember that i've done that uh, a couple times at at the very least so hello again friendshipping uh uh crew i don't know what you call your your stands i know you got them don't call them anything (laughs) you know there there are people who listen to our podcast there's just you know i see i see this is how you keep them because you don't give them your their the approval they so desperately want you and, Do they you and want Jen that? Are withholding moms, and they love that about you. Oh wow! <laughs> Just Should we kidding. call them something? No. <laughs> like friendship. This is why. Shippers. This is how you know that that is not true. Is you, by your reaction. Friends? I just <laughs> okay. I will. I will try. It's just like okay. So as you know, as you may know, I said as you know, but there's no way of telling. Um, we Jen and I made a book, and it came out like very recently. Hey. And, uh, yeah. Thank Congrats, you. Congrats, famous <laughs> friends. I yeah, but I feel very uncomfortable about it all the time, and I generally try to pretend it's not happening. I know that that is not like how you're supposed to do things. That's a but, great like, way to you know, not get paid, homie. <laughs> I know, I know. And so, like, I try and, like, force myself to tweet about it. But at the end of the day, I just feel, like, deeply weird about the fact that, like, this exists in the world. And so Mm -hmm. my brain has decided to just disassociate from that shit. But then every now and again, somebody will say something very nice to me. And, like, it's not that I don't appreciate it. I I do every time. I'm very grateful when somebody mentions the book. But, like, also, I immediately go right back into the void in which I was living before. I was like, well, this book doesn't exist and and nobody will ever read it. And and I'm good. And I'm so good with that. Um, <laughs> so that's so that's like that's that's kind of how I feel about it. Anyway, this is Friendship Big Welcome. <laughs> Billy's great. Also, one of the other reasons that we have brought you onto the show mm-hmm. this week, co-hosting, and are so grateful that you were here, is because we have two questions that bring a certain question to mind. 
<laughs> is this what people do? Uh-huh. And it is appropriate that Billy is here co-hosting because on hopefully February 2nd, this is the second time we've tried to do this, um, but hopefully on February 2nd, uh, we'll be launching our podcast, which is called Is This What People Do, where we discuss all of the weird shit you do and tell you whether or not uh, it's weird. And I'm really excited about it. And a really long time ago, I heard a story about a man who poops into his hands that I got incredibly <laughs> incorrect. Billy, how did I get it wrong? I was like, he poops right into his hands. You were like, no, he like makes like a cushion of toilet paper. I, I don't Again, remember. Again, this is the before times. I'm sorry. Yeah, we recorded a pilot <laughs> about this show back before. We were, It was awesome. We recorded a pilot and then we're like, all right, let's release it at the in February or March. And then... The world changed and was like, this seems goofy to to release this podcast right now. So uh, we've reconvened a year later to to re-record. I think it was, I think he was, yes, he was pooping into the toilet paper, but it was in his hand and he would then release it like a babe unto the Nile River. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, like Moses, absolutely. (laughs) And then he parted the seeds with the, oh boy. I thought that he pooped directly into his hands, which I was like, this is very unhygienic. And then I assumed the toilet paper came into play afterwards and uh-huh. like the, the scrubbing and then there was what it doesn't matter. What's important is that there was no way that this gentleman could ever have known that that was a weird thing that he did until he said it out loud on this like radio show or whatever he was on. Right. There's no way for any of us to know unless we know right from somebody else doing it. Right. And so this new remansioned version of the show uh, has a new little twist. Guys, we've been in shelter in place so long that like I know for a fact that I no longer know how to to people. I I can't people really anymore. And again, I wrote a book about friendship. And it's not like even just like I don't know how to talk to people. It's more like I just I I mean, I scratch myself and pick my nose and burp openly so much more now, you know, like because I'm always alone or I'm right by my husband. So like I feel like this show is going to be more about like, okay, so is this what people do? Like, is it? This first question is is pretty long. And so like, eh, fuck it, let's go. You ready? I'm ready. Hi, Jen and Trin, a.k.a. Trin and Billy. This is dumb, but it's something that bothers me and maybe you can help. My roommate and I mostly get along. I would consider them my friend, but not a close friend. It's harder now that we have to spend a lot more time together, but we're making it work. One tiny thing that they could do to make my life easier is use the scented spray in the bathroom after they poop. (laughs) In the before times, they didn't really use the spray, and they seemed to think of it as a courtesy for guests. I have always used it. Every time. And my roommate thinks it's weird. She also complains about unnecessary chemicals, but it's just Febreze for rooms. They are working part-time at home, and I'm working full-time at home. We keep our desks in our bedrooms, which is cramped, but it works. And my bedroom happens to be right next to the bathroom. Uh. So it would be really great if they could use the spray. But they claim that their number twos don't smell as bad as other people's because they're a vegetarian and they Mm. dislike the strong, fake smell of the Febreze. Is it weird that I use air freshener in my own bathroom? Isn't that what air freshener is for? Should I be making this simpler for my roommate in some way? I can't think of anything beyond making the spray free and on the sink. Trin, you're a vegetarian, I think, and you talk about (laughs) pooping on the show all the time. I've got to ask, do your poops smell better than other poops? This sounds like vegan propaganda. I'm so sorry, Trin. 
First of all, I love that you have a reputation for talking about poop on your show all the time. Fastest ass in the West. As a stand-up comedian, I have tried many times to make the five or six minutes I have about how tragic my poops are uh, into a thing on stage. And, like, I barely get what I want from it, which is laughter. Uh, (laughs) And mostly I get disgust. And so... Props to you for actually getting your your fans to like your poop stories uh, enough to reference them in their own poop stories. Here's the thing that I think is really important. The poop stories I have are really the void that is left where a poop story should go. So like the last time this happened, I was like, Jen, I really got to poop. How about I do that while you read the question? And she's like, can you go that fast? And I was like, I can definitely go that fast. 12 seconds tops. And so and we left it in because it was funny, you know. So you didn't actually hear about me pooping. All you did, all you heard was me claim that I have the fastest ass in the West, which I is not a, a claim I can like verify. But like, I feel like it must be true just based on the anecdotal evidence of my friends. Billy, before we answer this question, how long on average does it take you to poop? Listen, I don't want to talk about time frames. Uh, I will (laughs) I will say that I will say this. If it's quick, I'm going to spend just as much time cleaning up as I would if it was if it was uh, slow. You know what I'm saying? You know what I I mean? Like, I feel like the total time is usually about the same amount of time. It just depends on how fast the first part goes. (laughs) I understand. I understand. And yeah, the yeah, and yeah. The, the 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 cleaning up usually fills up the rest. I have a joke about the scene in Ghostbusters where the roof explodes, and the end of the joke is take that scene, turn it upside down over a toilet, and that's what it's like when I go. Uh, it's like ghosts and dead orphans and nightmares. It's, it's I just not... feel like, are you getting enough fiber? <laughs> Yes, uh, it's really the occult diet uh, thing is the problem. Should we help this person? Yeah, we can. But so here's the thing. I've been yes. talking about our own poops. Uh-huh. I, I do think that we are getting... So because this is the next topic, which is right. uh, my uh, my grass-fed, organic, all-vegan poops, which smell exactly the same as any other poop. I'm I pretty mean, sure. Yeah. I like imagine it's fecal matter. <laughs> I imagine, yeah, right. A lot of it, you're bringing you as the person who is doing the pooping are bringing a lot of the smell to the poop. Just, just be real. That's your biome. That is your body. Yes. Um, yes. You, yes. People need to accept that your body is creating poop and it is disgusting to you because it is poop. Otherwise, people would eat it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that would happen. If it smells like great, it's poop. Like it's brownies. supposed to be repulsive. It is literally the things your body said. I like this part of this and the rest. Let's go. Bye bye. Getting rid of it. You know it. what I mean? So yes. you're bringing a lot of the smell of your poop to your poop. It's not it's not 100 percent your diet. I think we've helped them already in a way because we verified that. Like, OK, you're I don't know if your roommate's doing this on purpose, but they are gaslighting you if they're like, no, my poops don't smell like, oh, it's fine. Uh, like, NBD, you know, yeah. like that's silly. Even if they are fooling themselves, that's it's that's just not true. Like even if they truly believe that, it's just not true. So the, so that is the, we went, we we answered the last question they asked us first, which I think is <laughs> totally fine. acceptable. It's the simplest one. Let's let's go back to the first question they asked, which is it weird that I use air freshener in my own bathroom? Isn't that what air freshener is for? And it, I would have said 
that that a good smell spray is actually a, is a guest's item. We actually do use it in my home, and and it's um it's like I don't know why. Like a uh, Connell and I started when we started living together, just to like make sure we were both like confidently pooping. You know what I mean? And then it just continued. <laughs> like you go to Costco one time and get like a five pack of air freshener, you're good for several years. And once sure. we run out of those, like we might change. But I would have said it's not that common to do for yourself. What um, do you think? Yeah, I, I don't think it's super common, Like especially like if you live by yourself and you don't entertain a lot. I don't see people buying air freshener for, for just themselves. Like if you have roommates and you are the neurotic or super cleanly type, absolutely, I see you buying it. it doesn't, it's not weird to me at all if that's just how you are generally. And that's not, a, there's no, I don't mean that as a negative thing. Like if you mm-hmm. are just like a person who is more interested in buying cleaning products, I think air freshener might be one of them. I honestly don't think that it's weird to use it without guests being there, but I do think of it as a primarily like a thing for guests to use or for you to have if guests are coming by. But like this person is is situated right next, like like very close proximity Mm -hmm. to the poops, Mm -hmm. which I think makes the the good smell spray make so much more sense. Absolutely. There's I mean, if your bedroom is the closest one to the bathroom, you have a better claim over what it smells like in the bathroom. That's just, you, 100%. Know, you you live there. And also, let's not forget the context of the fact that we are all at home all the time now. So it's way more likely you are going to be right there when your roommate comes out of the bathroom 10 pounds lighter. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Maybe your poop doesn't like smell horrible for very long because of the, what you eat. Who cares whether that's true or not? Usually you don't want somebody right there when you come out of the bathroom after pooping, no matter who you are. I also feel like, okay, so the Asker's roommate was like, oh, it's unnatural. It's fake smells. But like poop is a natural smell and it's not great. So I feel like I'd opt for for spritz. And again, Billy, you're so right. It's like the person who has to interact with this directly should be the one who gets to make the choice. And really, this this roommate is just dumping and moving on and like and doesn't need to think about it. Yeah. So the next question, the next part of this is, should I make this simpler for my roommate in some way? Mm-hmm. And the person's already making this brief free and on the sink. I think it's actually time to, like, have a conversation, which it sounds like yeah. you sort of already had. But instead of the context of your shit smells bad, <laughs> make <laughs> it the context of I can't escape your poops. Because that's the problem. It's not that right. this person has extra stinky poops. It's it's that you're there all the time. If right. you if if you were working elsewhere and your roommate was working at home and pooping wherever which way, that would not be a problem. I am gonna uh, be very vulnerable with you people right now about my poops. Not that I, we haven't already, but thank you. In, thank in you, the place that I lived right before this one, um, that I moved in out of during the pandemic my roommate and i had a conversation about my poops that was basically like yo (laughs) like you gotta let me know or do 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 more than you're doing afterwards because it's too much and we are all both here and that i had to let that person know that is the best way to have that conversation with me you don't have to start a fight there's a way to do it without starting making it about like some adversarial thing, and I sense this person being defensive before it's even a thing, and that's turning you off from having the conversation at all. 
but you're still annoyed by the thing. So I think you're just going to have to have the conversation in a non-accusatory way. And that's your only way out of this, because otherwise you just go smell the shit. <laughs> you know what you could do is wear a mask in your house. If we're doing like the, the Spill the Tea queer podcast, because here we are both non-binary queers doing the show. Yeah. You know, you could, you could be the passive aggressive uh, bitch who's like, as soon as they poop, just come out of your room with a mask on. <laughs> And goggles for some reason. Just do it. I mean, you, we all Hard got masks hat. anyway. And also, the mask has the added benefit of protecting the poop smell a little bit. It does work. It does. Billy, I agree with you. There's going to have to be a conversation. It's going to be. Ha- it's going to have to be less confrontational. Yeah. What I think might need to change is so the approach. Maybe we can change to a different good smelling item. That's also. a good idea. If it's the chemical smell that you are opposed to, then let's find something that we both like. The smell of. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like potpourri. That's just like dried up plants. That's plants. Yeah. That's plants. That's plants. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Yeah, Yeah. you could do that. Also, like my parents would always be like, light a match. Did you ever have that? I did not have that in my house. uh, Mostly because my mom probably would never let us light a match as kids uh, in the house on purpose without her supervision behind a closed door absolutely not uh (laughs) burn the house down no i can't believe my parents trusted me with fire and your parents didn't trust you with fire but please continue i mean how do you think i got this way trent (laughs) that was my mom (laughs) my mom would never let us light a match but absolutely they were not about like going into the bathroom smelling bad right after you so you were supposed to you know let people know or close you know uh, open the window. Open the window. A candle is also an option uh-huh. because that's that's a wombo combo of match plus mm-hmm. candle smell. So honestly, I, feel like- I think candle is a great is a great um, middle ground there. It kind of feels nice to light a candle right after you or right right when you start pooping. Right when you start, yeah. And then and then the at ambience. the end you blow it out. You get the you know, and that that smokiness is what. Fixes the end results, you know? It's it's a whole process. Like you can make this a thing, you know, gamify it. A beautiful ritual for you <laughs> and your butt. Yeah, or a really ritual. Like yeah, like, like, that's the witchier way to go for it. That's, that's the same thing. Yeah. I think that that's the way to go because then it also gives you two options. You can either just do the match or you can do the match and the candle. It's all mm-hmm. really lovely. So, Billy, you mentioned before that you had this conversation. You had a similar conversation. Were you the pooper or the poopy in that conversation? I was absolutely the pooper. Like, okay, the fact that they came to me in a way that was just like, listen, I, I just we we're both here, and I need this because otherwise I won't be able to use the bathroom in a way that I can, and that's just you know unbalanced there. And I think you can f- not frame it the same way, but like, hey, like your room is the closest one to the bathroom. It doesn't matter whether you have great poops or not, whether you have the best poops in the world, the least smelling poops in the world still smell the like best poop. Poops. You know what I mean? Yeah, the highest. I don't care how high quality your all grain diet is, you're going to have poop smell. I and totally imagine agree. if your desk back at your office in the before times was right next to the bathroom. It doesn't matter what nobody says. That sucks. Period. So give this person an, a way out of this, but you're not wrong <laughs> that they are that they are fooling themselves at best if they don't think that their shit stinks. Billy, what if we did this? Since you have been. In the position of the pooper before, I would love it if you would be the poopy and then I'll be the pooper and then you could relay the best way it could have possibly gone. Okay. What we usually say in friendshiping is that it's often best 
to tell somebody while like right after the thing happened. But I actually feel like in this situation, maybe don't. No, that's the petty way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's like good to be like, oh, see, hey, this is what just happened. Can we talk about it? But this is like you obviously are poop. You poop. Like, okay. it's OK. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to wait for the poop to happen. All right. Cool. So you and I. We're roommates. We're friends, but we're not close friends. You know, we know each other, but we don't know each other. Right. And there's been a few months of this pooping situation. Yeah. I don't trust you with cash out. <laughs> I've, I've said to you, hey, I got all plant poops. And it's like it's basically like fertilizer for plants, like an NBD. And so I am I'm just hanging out on the couch messing with my phone. And I walk in the room and I say, hey, listen. I was thinking about buying some candles for the house, uh, especially for the bathroom. That way we wouldn't have to necessarily like spray anything. We could just light a candle and maybe that would help with the smell. The only reason I even bring it up at all is not because I think it's horrible. It's just because my room is like right there and I have to be at my desk. And if I'm at my desk and I'm next to the bathroom, it's going to be bad for me, whether that's in the house or at the office. I hope you can understand why I just want to buy a candle so we don't have to like have a problem with it. My problem with the candle, and I respect you as a friend, a person, and a roommate. I know that, that you know, I poop and you smell it, but my nose is sensitive to false smells. So, like, a candle, I don't know if it's going to do it for me, but, like, what do you... Is there a middle ground that we can find that I don't have to deal with chemicals of any kind? I mean, what kind of pleasant smells would you like to add to the house? Because we could definitely use that. Let's get some fucking eucalyptus. Okay. You know, let's hang up some eucalyptus in the bathroom. It'll smell great. Like, yeah, like I love plants. Okay. I eat them. What if we do a combination of like, let's say maybe you don't burn a candle, but just light a match and then the eucalyptus plants are also there. I'm down with with plants in the bathroom. You know, this was a very productive conversation, Billy. And (laughs) I I appreciate you uh, coming at this, not judging me. And uh, and I will I will like the match and I will I will source the eucalyptus because well, I understand this is a, a me thing, too. And you went out of your way to talk. You to know, honestly, it. I would expect that you being the plant fish aficionado that you are a vegetarian and all with uh, plant based poops, uh, that sourcing the plant would be a great way for for this to work best. So great. Yes. I'm also glad that you were open to this because, listen, we all poop. Everybody poops. They made a book about it. And I don't want to make you feel defensive about when it is time for you to go to the bathroom because that would be a weird thing to make someone do and actually possibly uh, hurt their health uh, and and make them uh, have health issues that last for months later um, for, for, from psychosomatic but also physical problems. Yeah, wow. you shouldn't uh, you shouldn't do something like that to somebody. So I would never want to do that to you is my point. Well, well, Rumi, let's put your hand in. And we're going to do one, two, three, go team. Listen, right? even though we're roommates and stuff, like, I don't want to, like, touch anybody because COVID. Oh, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I'll just shout it to myself. Go team. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Thank you. <laughs> and scene, I think. <laughs> so, like, obviously your conversation will go mostly nothing like this. But the 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 major conclusions yeah. are really the same, which is that, you know, Billy made very, very clear that this is not a... The pooper problem. The mm-hmm. problem is the geographical location of the bedroom, of mm-hmm. the desk, of the bathroom. And we're going to find a middle ground. Uh, we're going to find something that will work for both of us. Uh, and I think that what's really great also about what Billy said is that they were really clear that this is an us situation, right. not a pooper situation. 
let's both stand up and do something about this together rather than me saying, hey, you're fucking up and I need you to be cleaner. Because <laughs> yes, that's what they're totally. trying to, that's their automatic defenses. I am clean. I'm a vegetarian. You know oh what I mean? Oh my God, I didn't put that together, but that's Yeah, totally that's why true. they're a little defensive off the, off the rip. That's why the conversation doesn't seem to, to flow easily. Uh, you guys should get a uh, a squatty potty for your relationship. <laughs> I love my squatty potty, by the way. I, I think know it might you be do. Shit so fast. I know you do. <laughs> I've pooped in your bathroom exactly one time because you had that squatty potty. I was like, I and have to know. And it's great. I have to know. Did you enjoy your time on my squatty potty? It was better than if it wasn't, let's say. Thumbs up. Billy, <laughs> would you like to read the second question? <laughs> I would like to keep making poop jokes, so I hope this one is about poop. It doesn't seem to it's, be. It's <clears> not, <throat> but I don't think that that should limit us. Hey, friendshippers. He, him. My roommate, also he, him, watches TV and plays games on Discord with his friends in our shared living room a lot, which opens up to all of the shared space in the apartment and also the kitchen. They use cameras, so it makes me feel weird to be in there. And he never warns me when it's happening or whether he's using video. I know that the solution is going to be just talk to him, but I'm nervous. I'm just looking for the least awkward way to bring this up and talk to him about this. I don't want to ruin his night, and I know it's hard on everyone to not see their friends. But he's also bad about remembering other things that I've asked him to do, like not leaving cups and empty yogurts all over the apartment. We've never fought about it, and I'd like to keep it that way. But I don't like this. It makes me feel needy and like I'm nagging him. But I do want things to change. Thanks for the show. So first, let's let's ask the question that's on everybody's mind, which is, mm-hmm. is this what people do? Because <laughs> I, man, like if I had a, a roommate that yeah. was not a person I was married to, like I would warn them days in advance if I was going to have a mm. camera fucking facing our shared space. Mm-hmm. And that might just be a like something that comes from being like assigned female at birth. People who are thrown into the 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 women half. We tend to have to be very protective of like our our faces and and how every we every way to that people. you're looked at. Yeah, every possible right. way that you could be gazed upon, <laughs> you must be aware of at the same at the simultaneously. And this is to people who who are he him, and uh, we don't know all about their gender identities. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like this is like a like it's. I wouldn't go as far as to be like this is like violating, but it is a right. weird boundary cross. I feel like. What I do think you that, think? I think that there are two types of people in the world, and I am you only know, two. And you, and you know that I'm not into binaries, uh, so that <laughs> so so this must be what they call a joke. Um, I, there are two kinds of people in the world. The people who, when they see a camera set up on the boardwalk at the beach, they walk in front of it and, and make a dumb face and go, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. is anybody <laughs> going to get mad at me when I do this? They, they'll sneak up and try to get on the camera and be a goofball in the background. Or the people who walk in front of the camera by accident, notice it's a camera, turn into a deer for half a second, and then run away the, uh, yeah. the other direction. So maybe... And so, you know, to whatever degree, there are layers to that, obviously. I'm, I'm being facetious. But to whatever degree you are, whichever type of person in, in, this, in this analogy, it seems like the latter, there's nothing wrong with you for feeling that way. Right. If you don't want a camera in your living room without you knowing in advance, that is absolutely normal. I fully agree with that. I was going to say that this roommate seems really rude, but then I was thinking to myself, it seems like because he forgets other things, like he forgets cups around the house and yogurt, that's pretty gross. But like, it it just feels like it's not that he's selfish or self-centered or shitty. It's just that he's just fucking not thinking about this at all. Right. 
you can't aggregate these two things together like that at, at just enough or that's not enough by itself to say that this person is rude. This person could be right. a little bit messy and in such desperate need of their friend group that they don't care that yeah. other people can be seen in the background. And listen, that's not to say that you don't have a right to say something to them about this, because spoiler alert, you do. But it is not altogether rude for them to want to talk to their friends on video games because that's the only avenue that they can do it. Right. Like I the first thing I thought when when you read this question was, um, you know, this this is probably different for like the actual youths. But when you and I were college bound uh, co-eds, uh, mm-hmm. there was a uh, what we would <laughs> call the, the scrunchie on the doorknob, you know, uh-huh. but. One thing that this asker can learn from the scrunchie in the doorknob situation is there's got to be something like that that can be, I think, yeah. applied, you know, like because yes. sometimes there will be times where the roommate, I don't think, can give a heads up. Like maybe the call already started while the other roommate was taking a nap or something like maybe right. that'll happen. My roommate has a weekly D&D group that meets over Zoom and they 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 do it on the same time every week where they're on video and I just know that that's the thing when I hear them talking or I hear my roommate talking in on Sundays, you know, I know that that's what they're doing. And so if I'm walking behind him, I just know that. So maybe you, you're, you can ask your roommate to like have a designated day that you know that they're doing video. And then maybe on other days, you know, they have to let you just at least let you know, but on right. Friday or Saturday, whatever day most of them can be free, you were said he's spontaneous about it, but so that's a little harder. But just to let them know that it's like a thing for you, but not something you want them to stop. I like that. I like that a lot because it's a combo of, hey, here's one boundary, which is like, uh, I know that every Sunday you are probably going to do a video call. Mm-hmm. And then any other time, just like give me a heads up. That is extremely reasonable. But also the other e- easy thing to do is ask if there's a way to just face the camera toward the wall. So that yeah. it's you in the wall and it, and then they can be on camera all they want. I don't care as long as they can't see more than my shadow. Yeah. Like they could just, I mean, that's, you know, it's funny that we bring that up. Like he's the, the ask was like the camera faces all of the shared space. Well, mm-hmm. that, that doesn't have to it, be the case. Especially if you're on discord, meaning you're using like a, a computer or a laptop, just turn the screen. Like I'm literally, I could turn my computer right now to get a different angle. It's all closet behind me, but. I'm it's, seeing different clothes, want, though. It's like it's a completely different different actually, geographical location. It's actually every towel I own lined up next to each other because oh. it would dampen the sound behind me the most. I thought those were <laughs> pants. I thought those were corduroy <laughs> pants. So how does this conversation start? And um, I think it's mm. similar to the first question in that this is a mm-hmm. not, this is, again, not a. We're going to wait for the next time for it to happen. We have the conversation. I think like when things are are cordial and comfy and relaxed, like I think you can bring it up. Does that sound fair? Yeah, I think that you should not do it like right when they, especially when they're video, when they're on video, that's just a recipe for feeling very uncomfortable on all sides. I would say like some sometime between the last time that they did it and the next time you think they're going to just you're both dudes, I guess, right? You're both he, him, at least. And so just say to your friend, like, yo, I last time you were playing games, I didn't know you were on video and I almost had my dong out. Like, <laughs> could you just like, let me know? <laughs> so I don't, I, cause I'm not, I, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to get too binned. You're not trying to get too binned. You know, let's not get too binned amongst our friends. I do think that, that you are correct, that this can be um, something that could be made funny. And it could also just be like, yeah. it, it, this seems to be like a very earnest 
like person. Like they yeah. meant he mentioned um, I it makes me feel needy, like I'm nagging him. So what you want is to have a conversation that will happen just one time. And I mm-hmm. think that you do that by making your parameters like extremely fucking clear. Billy, do you want to do the conversation thing and then you can be the roommate and I can be the one who wants you to turn off the camera? Do you want to try it? I, I'm ready. So the scene is thus. It is a Monday. On Sunday night, <laughs> Billy had a, a vibrant uh, D&D call with all their friends on camera. And Billy uh, was talking to them uh, on their phone and just holding the phone up and like showing around the apartment. And I, I was just like, oh, oh, goodness, oh, goodness. So I took the night to cool down. And it is now Monday. And Billy's at the kitchen table messing with their phone, just beep booping around. And, uh, and I... Since this is a comfy, cozy time for me to say, Billy, do are you doing something? Do you have a moment to talk? Oh, I mean, I am doing something. I'm swiping, but you know, it's fine. I'll stop swiping for. I mean, I'm gonna keep swiping under my under the. But what is That's it? That's okay. You, you can multitask. I'm good with that. So Sunday, you did your podcast and your D and D with your friends uh, on camera, which is great. And I don't want you to stop doing that. I'm actually really, really happy that you have an outlet and an avenue to to see them. That's rad. Yeah, I don't have any other way to. Hang yeah, out. I mean, who who does? Uh, the thing is, is that sometimes I feel like I'm also on the call. You know, like because because the camera is generally facing mm. all of our shared space. And I want you to be able to feel free to like talk to your friends and be on camera, be on the phone, do whatever you want. But I would really appreciate a heads up. And there's a couple ways we can go around this, you know, like maybe, you know, you'd usually do D&D on Sundays. So how about I just expect that you will be on camera on Sundays and I will act accordingly. And then if you are on camera like other days of the week, could you like you could even just send me a text and just be like, hey, camera, camera emoji. Okay, so just like, hey, I'm doing, I'm, I'm just so you know, put some pants on, I'm yeah, on that camera, would... or what? Because I don't want to like ask permission, but if you just want me to like text you, yeah, I can like do that. I it's not literally problem. just a heads up, and like I, I don't want you to have to think too hard about this, but you can also like maybe shift the camera to away from the shared space towards a wall when you can think of that. That would be really, really kind of you because I just, you know. All right. I mean. Well, I mean, what if I like had to, I could just move the coffee table and put it in front of me this way instead of this way. And that way I, you, they could still see me and it'll be facing the side of the window or whatever instead of the kitchen. Billy, that's so thoughtful. Thank you so much. You know, I was really I was really worked up by yeah, yeah. having this conversation because, you know, I can be um, sometimes I can be emotionally fragile. And I know that you are so strong and I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm so glad that we had this conversation. But I like that, you know, and like and I do think that your roommate will be reasonable about this. I think the things that your roommate forgets, he does this because it doesn't seem important to him. You know, it's mm-hmm. like their cups and like yogurts. It's like those. that's something that kind of can slip your mind. But a phone call, camera call with your friends, that's an event. And so I feel like this is going to go a lot better than remembering to recycle the yogurt cups. Yeah. And again, I think that they're separate things. I don't want you to combine them because then you'll lose both of those fights. Yes. You'll create a fight that doesn't have to be one. I think that the, the video thing is very reasonable. And unless your roommate is like being shitty to you on purpose or something, I would take this 
as a, okay, yeah, nobody who doesn't want to be on camera should be on camera. I don't want you to be on my camera either if you feel weird about it and make my friends feel uncomfortable. I don't want that either. Yeah. I don't think that, like, I don't think that the roommate's going to fight with you. At the very least, go into this conversation knowing you're correct. You know, Mm -hmm. like, it is totally okay to want what you want. And it is totally acceptable to set this boundary because, yeah, you have a lot of empathy for your roommate not being able to see his friends, but like, have some empathy for yourself. For wanting right. a comfortable space to exist in, you know, it's your and house. I think that it's your house. You, you're still at home. I don't think you're I don't think you're nagging. Just yeah. Just have the conversation one time. Both of our askers, I think, are coming from a very rational place. And like we always say on friendshiping, like people have boundaries and needs. And like the people that you live with, mm-hmm. the people you're close to won't know them unless you say them out loud. I feel like we did great. Anyway, this has been Friendshipping. Today, it's been with Trin and Billy. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Twitch at Do Friendship. You can visit friendshippingpodcast.com to get the news on our upcoming events, learn about our book, and see cute pictures of what we look like in real life. I'm the tall one. Thank you <laughs> so much, Billy, for co-hosting. Seriously. Thank you for yeah. having me again. Hey, Billy, you know what I heard? It's speaking of heybillybullock.com, which is an internet website people can go to. Uh-huh. Uh, you you are, as you are a self-described multi-hyphenated bitch, which is like possibly <laughs> my favorite phrase that anyone has ever said. And word on the street is uh-huh. there's an, on, an online internet show people could watch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you are great at plugs and I love that about you. I um, I yeah no I yes I I'm a I'm a stand-up comedian and an actor and a voice actor and like you said multi-hyphenate bitch out of here in these streets uh as a performer but I can't do any of that out out in the streets anymore because that would kill somebody probably me or <laughs> someone else and that's not cool um so I yeah I do a show I've been doing a show uh with a bunch of my friends for the last eight years, over eight years now. And uh, it's called Congrats on Your Success. It's a stand-up comedy show. And we're still doing it online. We've been doing it pretty much the whole pandemic. And you can follow me on Instagram at heybillybullock. Billy is spelled B-I-L-L-I-E. Or uh, follow the show on Instagram as well. It's uh, at Congrats on Your Success. It's a a very fun show run by very dope comedians. And uh, yeah, you'll love it. Trust. Do you have to register for this event or do you just show up? I mean, you can show up. It's an online show. Please show up. Please watch it. Uh, but no, yeah, we do have, we do, you can find all the info how to RSVP for the show on our Instagram on the, on the links that you'll find in my bio or on Congrats on Your Success bio. We'll also link to it in the show notes so people will, will have an easy way to, to get Great. there. Thanks. Uh, thank you to Jen Bain, who I miss. You are out. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for doing our design work. Thank you to Monica Verma, our literary agent. Thank you to Molly Lewis for doing our theme song. And thank you extremely to Ian Parman, who's been putting up with so much bullshit lately. And I am just like so grateful. And this is going to be a rough episode for him to edit. Thank you for listening. And you're welcome for talking. <gasps> oh, my God. You did it without me asking. Thank you so much, Billy. New friendship at the problem. You're not trying to stop them. You're just in the background for fun. Can I meet your tank?